0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. And J.B. Weld. If you have a repair, a project, if it's around the house, if it's around the shop, no ordinary household glue will work. It's got the word ordinary in it. Let me tell you about J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld epoxy adhesives have been made in the USA for over 50 years. It's the world's strongest bond, everybody. Pros use JB Weld because it fixes wood, metal, plastic, and more. They have products for just about every single surface. And if you got a household repair or shop repair, you go with the strength that matters. You go with JB Weld. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. It's available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, True Value, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Amazon, and more. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Hey, everyone, it's Adam Carolla, and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, a show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. And now, recap of my weekend at Shelby American and the collection in Boulder, Colorado. It is an amazing collection with multi-million dollar Shelby Cobras, but tons of, uh, well, there was a Daytona, and there's quite a few GT40s as well, so listen and enjoy. Yeah, we went out uh, to Denver last weekend. We swung by Boulder, and we went by the Shelby Museum. You say
1: Shelby Museum, but what's the affiliation with Shelby people or Shelby I don't think it's anything
0: official, but it is uh, 10,000 feet packed full of the coolest They got the good stuff,
1: which is what you were telling me. They have the
0: real good stuff. They have the real good stuff. They have the Daytona. There at Brock's Daytona. They have tons of race history Cobras. They have uh, GT40s. They have Ken Miles' GT40 there that it got gypped out of uh, Le Mans. And they have everything there, and it is quite a treat, a- along with, like, cool pictures and memorabilia and, you know, team pictures and, you know, Ken Miles' uh, official Shelby, you know, uh, work jacket and all that kind of stuff. So just everything is there and and I mean everything is I'm there. so
1: fascinated by this because it's a small museum not owned by anybody officially Shelby and gotta be the most well funded little collection ever. Like I don't know who where this money's coming from, but these cars are not inexpensive. Everything you were talking to me about on this list is big money, big money cars.
2: I was just thinking I couldn't I can't imagine a place where per square foot like the amount of value,
0: <laughs> yeah. Than, than this, yeah. It's 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 undamn believable. Uh, and, and 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 the curator's great, Bill, and he fired up some of the cars. And nice. I don't know. Do we have any of that footage or any?
2: I talk, I talked to Nate this morning about it. We uh, uh, but still... he
0: doesn't know what you're. I, I was at the other shop, and I'm like, where has anyone seen the footage from the Shelby Museum? Yeah, and they're like, no. And I'm like, we don't have the Shelby. We don't have any of the Shelby stuff that Chris shot. Oh, the stuff Chris shot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's a no. Then Yeah, they didn't. Well,
0: say it yet. No, but stop saying no all the time. Everyone stop saying no. What do you mean? No, there's only Chris. This, yes. There's oh, do I have to add the stuff that Chris shot? I, I don't like, think oh, they the know stuff. what they knew. I was going there to film the, the stuff Chris shot. Yeah, that's uh, that's in that's on the entry hall there. Okay. Stop saying no. Stop yeah. saying no. I have to go sitting over sitting there like constantly. Go. Where is it? What's going on? What's going on? Where is it? Why don't we have any of that stuff? What's it been? It's been a few days. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Why don't we have footage of <laughs> of the Daytona firing up? Because why?
2: I, I don't know why, but I called them. I called them and I said, "Look, we're going to need this sooner than later." So they're. They're working on it. Do they? Do you want to see it? Of course, I want to see it. Do you want it
0: for our audience? I would love our audience to have it. <laughs> did you shoot it? It's on a stick or a drive, or what's it on?
2: I did. I did shoot it, but then uh, the mics were on a different thing, so they have to sync it up and and do all that with right. the editing. Did you tell them, hey, we just like that part about the guy firing up the Daytona? I didn't tell them that. No. Okay.
1: They know we do. I just,
2: I was just calling to see how the videos were coming because they, they edit it all and they, they whack it up. Yeah. Yeah, We do shows here every week. I know,
0: but okay. (laughs) There's a, I'm trying to get rid of the casual approach to everything. Like, well, they got it. Well, they haven't gotten back to us or I don't know what they've done. Why don't you tell them right now? Hey, I want the guys firing up the Daytona. Could we have that? Wouldn't that be cool? Would yeah. you like to see that? I would love to see that. Well, perhaps you'd tell them well, yesterday that you'd like to see that. Okay. Well, do you want to see it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I'd love to see it again. <laughs> well, do you think the people listening to this program <laughs> yeah. would enjoy seeing a $40 million car fired up? Yeah. I,
2: I, I, we're going to post it all once it's ready. We're, we're whacking them up into really nice videos, and we're going to put them online everywhere. And Okay. Now so I it's going to happen.
0: I get it'll happen one day. I want to see it. <laughs> I'd like, I, I, I want to see it. You'll I, see it, Matt. Okay. I'd like to see it as I'd like i I'd like Matt to comment on it. How about that? And that's I'd fair. like to be next to him when he comments. All right, okay. do you what's on my screen? Do you want me to do that or is that something from before? Okay. The problem with the screen, Max Pat, is it, it unless we got a process of getting rid of the stuff that's on the screen, it'll it it makes me think we need to do it. Okay, so this should be pretty easy, I think, because we just went and shot it. Yeah. And um, I think we should grab a snippet of that. We fired up.
1: Coming soon. Video.
0: He fired up uh, a $40 million Daytona that like won, Le- won its class at Le Mans. I think won its class at Daytona, yeah. maybe even Sebring, too. So that Shelby Pete Brock built Daytona. Is there And he fired it up, and he also fired up one of the first Ford GT40s built, the one that they had six weeks to fix for Le Mans, mm-hmm. and I think the one that won Le Mans.
1: Now, he has the GT40 race cars
0: and street cars there.
1: Does he have a street car there? hmm Yeah.
0: It's a GT40 street car. I think they made seven of those or something. Um, he has the Ken Miles GT40 that technically won Le Mans. He has the one that came in third place, the gold one. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like a Holman Moody car or not. And then he has, I think, two of the first GT40s that were given to Shelby when Ford took them away from John wire or whomever yeah. gave them to Shelby and said, you got six weeks to get these things ready for Le Mans.
1: Now, the gold one was – there's the gold one, the one that was at RM that we covered in uh, an episode of Going Racing. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. And they have the other. Sold at Monterey. For like 13 million bucks or yeah. 12 million bucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, also they have, speaking of well-funded, they have Shelby's first Cobra.
1: Yes, which we also saw in Monterey. And that sold for. A few years ago.
0: I think. Sold for about thirteen or fourteen or something yeah, somewhere. somewhere in that that range. So it's quite. Uh, it's,
1: Ooh, now I don't know if that was hammer or with the vig.
0: It's uh, it's quite it's quite there. I got a bunch of talking points from Maxapata talking about the GT40 Mark II and the GT40 oldest GT40 first GT40 to win a race. The, uh, Daytona Continental, which is, I think, used to be the 24 hours, and we got the coupe, and we got, we got it all on here, so now we just need to get the, the sound of the thing firing up, cause I think that would be cool for you guys to, uh, enjoy. Alright, what are you driving? What are you doing?
1: Oh man, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, right now I'm in the, uh, I'm in, in an Infinity Q60 Red Sport 400, and, I like this car a lot, and we've been talking to uh, Infiniti and Nissan, did some stuff with them recently, and I just feel like this car kind of goes under the radar. I think people think of luxury coupes, and they think a lot of maybe S5, Audi, and BMW 4 Series, and you don't really give a lot of attention to the Infiniti, and this car is nice. This car is dialed in well, like it's one of the cars that has... The electric steering dialed in well, and it has 400 horsepower. Uh, you know, a uh, twin turbo and all-wheel drive.
0: It's got a great combo of a of a midnight blue with a ton of metallic in it. Yeah, and a bright red interior, and it it's funny awesome. because
1: I, I saw another photo of like the gray one, and the gray one just looks so plain. And like, it's a sexy car. It's a good looking car, and when you do get it in like. This nice metallic blue with the red interior, and which is a great option that they have. It, it's it's fantastic. It's like 0 to 60 in 4.4 seconds. Uh, you know, this one has some all-wheel fiber. drive. It's all-wheel cool. drive. Now, the all-wheel drive makes it about 4,000 pounds, but it seems to scoot pretty good. And it, it's, it's comfortable. It's a great luxury coupe.
0: Yeah. Now, maybe I'm just biased because I'm sort of a Japanese car guy, but I feel like... You know, when you pay for Audi, when you pay for Mercedes, when you pay for BMW, you get a a really nice automobile, but there's a small bit of that money that's going to the nameplate. Yeah. And so when you buy a Genesis, a Hyundai Genesis, the money's not going to the nameplate. The money's being deducted a little from the (laughs) nameplate. Yeah. And when you're talking about an Audi or even a Lexus sometimes, BMW. Some percentage of the money is going to the nameplate. So if you buy a $50,000 Infiniti or $50,000 Mercedes or BMW, the Infiniti is going to be a $57,000 car, and the Mercedes is going to be a $40,000. $7,000 car. <laughs> like one's going to go down just a little. No. Yeah. And I don't mean in terms mean, of like Bonderized steel or something. It's just like all the bells and the whistles and the little bits and the pieces. Yeah. Like they just have to, if, 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 if the Infinity doesn't give you, or if the Hyundai doesn't give you a little more car for a little less price, then they're not going to sell one unit.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Because if everything is just equal, Everything's just equal. You go, I'll take the Audi A7 all day long. Right. If everything's equal. But so they have to say you get a little more of this and a little more of that and a little cheaper price. And they need to pull a certain amount of people over to their market. And I just feel like. Take a look at the Infinity because they are working a little harder. Yeah. Because they have to have a little more product for the price. And
1: Does and Does that they make did, sense? Absolutely. And they did a great job with this car. It's got the flared fenders. It's got a good look to it. It's got great lines to it. A lot of personality in the sheet metal. And uh uh and everything works. Like mm-hmm. so, infinity's a little weird in that they're they're kind of slow in picking up like Apple CarPlay. Like it's still not in this model, but it has the two screens, the split screens, and a partnership with Intel. I believe it's Intel working on it. And so far, like it just has worked every single time I've gotten into it. You know, and and it doesn't have CarPlay, but it has the Bluetooth stuff. And so far, it's just worked. Um. <laughs> and you have no idea how complicated that seems to be for everybody.
0: Oh, love me some J.B. Weld, everyone. If you have a repair project around the house, big or small, and plan to use ordinary household glue, let me tell you about J.B. Weld. Ordinary household glue's got the word ordinary right in the title. You don't want that. J.B. Weld epoxy adhesives have uh, been made in the U.S. for more than 50 years. It's the world's strongest bond. Pro's. Use JB Weld because it fixes uh, metal, wood, plastic, and more. They have products for just about any surface. So, for your next household repair, use JB Weld. When strength really matters, don't glue it. You got to JB Weld it. We love these guys, and I love that they're still going strong after 50 years and growing. They got super glue, got the polyurethane stuff. It doesn't foam. It's good stuff. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. Available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, True Value, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Amazon, and more. J.B. Welp. The, uh, there's also, um, we got the new lineup of uh, comedians and cars. What season yes. are they on? Oh. 57? 11. <laughs> 11.
1: I do have the lineup of guests for that. Comedians and cars getting
0: coffee's coming back. Am I in that?
1: Uh, I, I th- You know, I think they ran out of time.
0: Um, Max Pat, did you talk to one of the other, I mean, to one of the flunkies over at the uh, other shop there? I
2: not only gave them what car I need to be fired up, but uh, the uh, the number uh, that, that is on the car. I'm, I'm surprised I'm, they took your call. Yeah. <laughs> well, they <laughs> fire up the GT40 as well. So. Hold on. Nate's calling me right now. All right. Okay. All right. Here's the
1: lineup. Here we got. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick, Jamie Foxx, Sebastian Maniscalco, Man- Manis- Stand-up, stand-up comedian. Okay. Martin Short. Uh-huh. Mario Joyner. Yeah. Melissa Villasenor. SNL. Okay. Bridget Everett and Barry Martyr. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who that is.
0: Barry Martyr is his writing partner. I don't know who Bridget uh, Everett is.
1: I don't know either. Is it? Are they on Netflix now? I think, I Netflix think they're on now. Netflix. I think yeah. they were. Yeah, they're on Netflix now. They were on uh, Crackle for a while. Oh, and then they? I think they were on – that's the Sony deal. Mm-hmm. And then I think they were on like both. I think mm-hmm. they were on crackled new episodes and whatever. And then I think eventually they even end up on YouTube. I think he's just got a big distribution, different phases. Like after a certain amount of time, maybe it goes up on YouTube. But it's on Netflix now.
0: All right. Anyway, um, we're getting prepped for Monterey. We're getting the 935 ready. I guess Sean fired it up the other day. Yeah, it seemed to come up to temperature.
1: By the way, anybody on that list sound like a car guy to you? Just wondering if (laughs) if, if any of those names stand out as like a potential car. I know that's not really what the show is about, but does anyone on there strike you as like, oh, I want to hear what Matthew Broderick has to say, and then also I want to hear what he
0: owns. Oh, they never. They don't
1: really do too much of that. It's not that kind of show,
0: but. Well, no cars are that, no car shows are that kind of. Car show. I mean, even Jay Leno's garage, you know, like when he has somebody on his show, oftentimes it's just like Tyler Perry's driving a new Bentley. Right. Unless you're
1: fluffy and you got a bunch of vans. VW vans.
0: (laughs) It's funny. The heaviest guy in show business has a car with the least horsepower. The tidiest, tidiest space ever. Now, the guy who does it right is David Spade. He weighs like 130 pounds, and he's got Mopar 440. Yeah, he's
1: got Grand Nationals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's got cars with a little more horsepower. Yeah. Uh,
1: By the way, David Spade, I saw at a couple of, like, uh, auctions America, like RM auctions out here. Like, he was just, Mm. you know, and uh, oddly enough, and Josh Brolin we saw in Monterey. I didn't know that he was a car guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But... uh, Apparently he is, or he just likes fruit, cheese, and wine.
0: Well, either way, uh, there are some dudes out there, and uh, I'm one of them, and uh, (laughs) I'm not going to be on the show, (laughs) but... uh, Also, are you a comedian, and do you drink coffee, and do you like cars? I would argue that if you put me in the passenger seat of whatever Jerry picked me up in, I would be funnier than most of those people that are picking up. (laughs) So let's forget about the car. First of
1: all, you'd be talking about the car for the entire episode. (laughs) I would know something about the cars.
0: All right, any updates, Max Pata? What do we think? Uh, They're working on it. Are they rushing it right over? Yeah, they're getting it. Sure they are. All right. Okay. Uh, I talked to them about it. Day before yesterday or something. Ah, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, no, I didn't say I need those clips. I just went, "What's up with the stuff?" Like my you, whole you did, thing uh, is, like, "Did
2: you get this
1: stuff?" And they did where that is run around the stuff? implying that we're going into a week with shows, <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. Well, maybe I know yeah.
2: Nate has a big webinar for the uh, uh, meme documentary and the sure, but he's got today. twenty
1: people, right? He does. T- Ten people?
0: Yeah. Well, Someone's on
2: vacation. Someone's <laughs> on
0: vacation. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. What do we... All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I'm saying if you want me to talk... If you put it on my list to talk about, put it on your list to find. Well, I, I, I just wanted you to mention that
2: you saw it and talk about what you... I, I, I put like a couple I of I do, on yes. I
0: would definitely mention I saw it, but wouldn't it be cool to show Matt 30 seconds of the car firing up? That's of what I'm saying. If I'm talking about it, that's yeah. what I'm saying to everyone all the time. If you're going to talk about it, you might as well hear it, show it, see it, whatever. Okay. So uh, that's going well. What would you do in Portland?
1: Oh, man. Um, Well, I did a lot of Oregon-Portland stuff. You know, uh, I went out initially to um, – Ford brought me out to test drive new Ford Explorers, and it's such an important car for them. The Explorer was the first real SUV. It created the category – so similar to like an F150 they have the means to invest into a vehicle like that substantially and make it good. So uh we were at a lodge about 45 minutes or so outside of Portland started there picked us up at the airport took took me over there and uh and had uh, had a day planned where they said you can uh we have explorers all over. We have the 2.3 liter uh, EcoBoost 4 cylinder 300 horsepower. We have the the 365 EcoBoost uh uh, three-liter, uh, six-cylinder, and we have the hybrid, and then the ST, which is a 400-horsepower sport version. And we started off by just doing, like, an off-road, off-road course. You mm-hmm. go up a hill, you hit, you hit the hill descent mode, and it goes down the hill all by itself, controls traction and mm-hmm. everything, and then you, you get up on a real sl- uh, angle up on a hill, and it kind of has an angle meter in there to show you if you're 26, 28 degrees, to Am go I through the water.
0: Am I <laughs> It's right? <neat. laughs> so back in the day, I had, like, a 93... 93- 94, probably like a 94 Nissan Maxima with like leather and air and a V6. Yeah, baller. I would always say to my friend or anybody, I'd go, you can get more car than this, but you don't really need more car than this mm-hmm. at the time. It's like, it had a pretty good V6 power plant and it was, it was nice and safe and like it worked nicely. Yeah. And it was like comfortable four door. Looked pretty good. And I was like, you can get a BMW 3 Series or 5 Series or you can get a Lexus or you can get a whatever, but you don't really need more than this car. I don't care how much money you make. This is a fine car. And I, I feel with the Ford Explorer, like the new generation Ford Explorer a caveat, all-wheel drive, not front-wheel drive. Like,
1: right. all-wheel well, okay. drive. One of the big changes for this year is rear-wheel drive oh, and all-wheel okay. drive. This well, is a significant fine. change. I, I yeah.
0: don't want SUVs with front-wheel drive. They
1: tried it. Nobody liked it. It's Everyone out. hates it. It's, it's a done. bad
0: idea. There's too much suspension travel. It, it
1: toes for shit. It doesn't yeah, work. Like, it's no good. it's just, yeah, Okay, good. It's
0: just, you give me a loaded Ford Explorer. Now you may not get a lot of cred driving around Hollywood because right. people want to see a Land Rover, a Range Rover, whatever it is, or the Audi Q, whatever, yeah. or something. But do you need, no matter what your tax bracket is, you get a loaded Explorer, all wheel drive or rear wheel drive with the 400 horsepower and the whatever yeah. package. You don't need any more car, you don't. do not If you wanted to,
1: you step up to the Lincoln Aviator, right? Mm-hmm. And then look at the sales numbers of Explorer to Aviator, and that pretty much makes your point. Um, but these work great. And there's so many different trim levels. You can get It pretty basic, and then you can load it all up to Limited or Platinum and get all the fancy stuff in it. And it's got all the stuff you want, right? Like it's got two different size screens depending on your options. It's got CarPlay. You can plug in your phone, and there's just a charging pad, so if you just want to throw your, your, your phone on the center console and just drive real quick and not worry about plugging in or calls or anything, it just charges it. Just what, is re- the,
0: what is a loaded-up version of that car? Uh, cost? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll let you research that. Uh, Continental OETS. You can find weird things in your car, not just petrified French fries or melted crayons. Live snakes, weird, bizarre trinkets, stuff that makes you wonder, what the hell are folks thinking when they're driving? Anyway, you can also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching a new aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit, form and function for over 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental OE Technology Series Multi V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OE Technology Series.com. That's OE Technology Series.com. All right. Yeah. What do you got?
1: So a, a base Explorer starts at 32765 and then now. So uh,
0: here's the thing with me. Yeah, the I I looked at some Explorers when you know I don't know five eight years ago or something when I was looking at getting Lynette a new car and I mm-hmm. kind of liked the idea of the Ford and the Explorer and
1: now it's when, a three row vehicle.
0: When I found out it was a front wheel drive, I was like, shine this noise. This is not – I'm not going to buy a front-wheel drive SUV. And I've had it. We had – the Volvo front wheel drive SUV yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you pull up to the corner and it's like, oh, we got to get going. We're merging with traffic and there'd be a little water on the ground <laughs> and the car would lurch back and the front wheel would just spin in the water. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. So now they've gone to rear wheel or all wheel. Yeah, God and, bless. And
1: I drove them both and I'm all in on the all wheel drive. So it starts at 32,000 and change. You can get a nicely packaged XLT for 36,000 and change. The limited is 48. You can get a fully loaded platinum edition for about sixty thousand. Now, when you want to jump to the Aviator, right? But still,
0: what do you? Yes, yeah, sorry. Go it ahead. goes
1: up to about ninety six.
0: And what do you get from L- Range Rover for sixty grand?
1: Yeah, I don't know a Discovery Sport.
0: You don't get much.
1: You get an Evoque. Yeah, I'm just saying, like,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, you get like a loaded Evoque, but it's the size of a, of a Ford Escape.
0: Yeah, it's like forget about the badging. I want something that's got all the all the stuff for that price.
1: Yeah, now you're getting you're getting the the, the Ford Copilot. The 360 has all the safety features. Well, we're get, we're, now, we're getting
0: back to the Infinity versus the BMW. Yeah, you just when you're Range Rover, you, you're coasting a little on your nameplate, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you are. Now let me tell you about the ST. This is a seven-passenger SUV, three-row, and I keep talking to the guys. He's like, no, no, the ST's is fun driving around. So I took this out all up through the canyons, went through an alpaca farm. And I <laughs> and, uh, got photos with the alpacas. The ST has all the blacked-out trim. It's got, uh, it's got the bigger brakes on it. It's got the 400 horsepower. It's not meant to be like an X5M or like a, a Range Rover SVR 550 horsepower, but it's meant to be. You know what the, the competitor is? is a Dodge Durango SRT.
0: You know what? I don't get – there's a market – that I don't get. I'll, I get it's a cool piece of machinery, but the BMW XM5, like super truckster supercar truck, yeah, you know, with sixty five eighty something like that, with like 600. the twenty two inch rims and the thirty series mm-hmm. tires and stuff. It's like that just looks like a big pile of bad mileage to me. This it looks, it looks yeah. like bad mileage mixed with I can't run over a pothole without dinging the rim mixed with this car cost a ton of money and the resale isn't that great. And it's like I just feel like it'd be a pain in the ass to get in that car and drive around every day. It's it's all kind of, hey, neighbors, look how good I'm doing. But it's the practical application of like the super truckster. It's just dumb to me.
1: Yeah. Well, first, look up a 2020 Ford Explorer ST, and, uh, and look how sharp this thing is. 21-inch wheels, 400 horsepower. And I talked to the guys, and they kept saying track, 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 track. I'm like, you know it's a seven-passenger SUV. And they're like, they're like, all you got to do is swap the brake pads to track pads, and this thing hauls ass. And <laughs> And I keep thinking back, you know, like when you go to – like the Bondrant school, or any of the schools, and they got to do the lap with the class of seven people and they're in like a van and they're hollering yeah. ass. Like, this is the new version of that. This thing, it's, it looks, doesn't it look as European as any, anything else out yeah. there? Yeah.
0: Everything's good. Right. Everything looks good. Everything works. Everything's everything. And now my feeling is just like, get over the nameplate and drive. Drive the Ford versus the BMW or the Audi,
1: and this is this is that size of SUV we were talking about before—the three-row that's like the one ninety-eight point eight,
0: whatever, one ninety-nine
1: inches. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like a two
0: hundred inch. Yeah, yeah. V. And, anyway,
1: it was it was fun to drive. I, I towed a trailer with one of them. I drove the hybrid one. I took it off road. I drove all through the canyons and then took it to the city and and you know drove it all up, up there and then went up to some. Some mansion in some park and drove over some sidewalks and some curbs just to get some photos, <laughs> and uh, everything worked.
0: The, okay, uh, it was good. It's got a turbo, twin turbo V6 in it.
1: Yeah, the three liter. It's so you can mm-hmm. get the two point three liter, it's three hundred horsepower, or you get the three liter EcoBoost. In the in the uh, in the limited or the platinum, it's three sixty five horse, but in the ST, it's four hundred horsepower. What's interesting is the hybrid version has a 3.3-liter naturally aspirated V6 coupled with the electric motor, Hmm. and that has a total of 318 horsepower. But the electric motor is very interesting. So imagine an automatic transmission. It's coming off the back of the motor. There's a torque converter. Then behind the torque converter is a clutch pack. And then there's electric motor. So the gas engine uses the automatic transmission with the torque converter, and the electric motor uses clutches to slip in and out mm. seamlessly. So um, it's kind of interesting. and It's all packaged in one transmission.
0: We have uh, the Daytona, which I Bill told me to get in at some point. Yeah. We won't have that. We don't need that video. But uh, I was in. It's the second example produced, and it's first with the Italian body. Oh, sorry. Italian? I don't know. Yeah, Italian is. body. And um I think it won its class at L'Amar one day. Let's see. Uh yeah,
2: think. it scored a debut class win in 64 at 24 hours of L'Amar.
0: So, this is a Look, I I've said to people and I've said to people a million times. Uh they're like uh seven of these cars and they're like 34 Ferrari GTOs. And yeah. these cars whooped up, these cars beat the GTOs. And if a GTO is 70 million bucks, I don't know why this car is 18 million bucks. You feel me? Yeah. These are the cooler looking ones. <laughs> and it's, it's got, uh, I'll tell you why. I, I told the guy, I told Larry, Larry Miller's his name who runs the thing. I said, oh. the reason a GTO is 70 million bucks and this is 40 million bucks is because this car has push rods. Yeah. And this car also has a transverse leaf spring across mm-hmm. the front, the suspension like the Corvette. I yeah, guess the yeah, Corvette yeah. Correct. Had that? Yeah, it has a right to left uh, uh, from one front wheel to the next front wheel has a like a leaf spring. Yeah. Hmm. That's inverted. You feeling me? Yeah, I didn't
1: know it had that.
0: All right, but we'll uh, we'll play the, the clip of of uh Larry firing it up. So yeah. Sorry, this is Bill Murray. Oh, Bill, sorry. sorry. Larry Um. Miller's car. God, that
1: sounds good. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm even more upset we didn't have that clip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you upset we don't have that clip? Yeah, sweet, Matt. Thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounded awesome. It did sound great. Oh, my Play God. Fire it Firing up inside is badass. Play it one more time. When he throws those revs, and imagine that's just an open header coming out of the side. I can see you sticking your fingers in your ears at one point going, well, man, that thing's loud. It's indoors. Here we go. One more time. Yeah, that sounds good. That is the real McCoy, man.
1: That's the best part of his job. He's like, cold oil, float the valves. Who cares?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available every week on Podcast One and Ample Podcasts.